Welcome back to 100.9 The Line. We're getting ready to wrap up our awesome Monday morning here. And on The Line, we are serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. And I've got Alex here this morning. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Rod. Oh, it's always a blessing. Believe, believe me, it's a blessing. You're on the starting line, and uh, I love the, the the intro to this because you always bring something cutting edge to the line on Monday mornings at 835, and today's no different. And today, we were just talking offline a little bit. This is really good stuff. Uh, what do you, what's your topic? Well, we're going to be talking about surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hot topic right yes, now, it obviously. Is. And, and let me share. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean to cut you off. But i got to share this surveillance topic uh, before you get started. The story, right? So my wife and I were walking our neighborhood. And the one street's got kind of a, a street that kind of dead ends, and then you kind of turn around, right? And so we're walking along this street, a public street, and we go by a by's driveway, and it says, You are in my driveway. You are in my driveway. One of those ring things, you know? Yeah. But we were in the street. And so when you said your topic today was surveillance, I thought, oh, geez, yeah, everybody's getting a little crazy with this stuff. And, yeah. And uh, so, anyways, uh, the gun people are really busy, too, and there's no ammo to be found. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. I no, no, no. Went well, down that buddy trail. I couldn't help it. Well, it's a, it's a good point, right? Because we see surveillance both from private citizens like ourselves, mm-hmm. as well as companies and mass, both digitally and through video and other means. Uh, but also the government. Shocking, right? Especially with this COVID-19 issue, we've seen a ramp up in what I would consider to be digital surveillance. So, mm. you know, <laughs> here's the problem. We're talking about three things. We're talking about digital surveillance. We're talking about the erosion of privacy. And now we're going to be talking about how the CDC is using analytics to study where people are at during this COVID-19 crisis. So U.S. government officials are using cell phone location data from the mobile ad industry. This is a huge switch. This is a huge change, right? Typically, what the federal government will do is they will ask Cell phone providers, carriers, you know, Google, for example, they'll say, hey, can we get location data? Can we get geographic data? You know, all anonymous, right? Mm -hmm. All of this data that is sent to them is anonymous, but still, it's kind of a problem. Well, now, you know, not data from the carriers themselves, but it's actually the ads that are being served on these platforms. Now, that's coming from a report from the Wall Street Journal. Now, the CDC, uh, along with state and local governments, have received cell phone data about people in these geographic interest areas. So typically mm. like where there's maybe hotter, uh, it's like a hotbed for, for where COVID-19 is. Mm. Now the goal is to create a government portal with geolocation information from some 500 cities across the country to help ascertain how well people are complying with this stay-at-home order. Again, wow. all, all according to Wall Street Journal. Hey, guy, guy likes this because he, he loves government. And, uh, you know, you're throwing a party. Guy guy had a big party over the weekend. He had like 150 people there. In, come, <laughs> in comes the SWAT team, and they came with guns a-blazing, and the SWAT team was there, and they busted it up. And, uh, oh, guy, he was lucky. <laughs> what? I'm, no, that's just a story, everybody. Don't get up in arms. We're just kidding here. <laughs> well, but, I mean, but imagine Guy lets yeah, this. Take this example, yes. right? No, this that's is, this, why is, I brought per- up. this yeah. is perfect. Guy, imagine you're having weekend parties huh. all the time, 150 people every weekend that you're hosting at, at your house. Obviously, that's crazy, but if you are doing those things, <laughs> yeah. they could track that, right? Yeah. Like, people that are in your house could be getting served ads while they're searching on Google for something. They're mm-hmm. on their phone. So what would happen is that data would be collected anonymously and then sent back 
to say, hey, clearly mm. there's a lot of people gathering here every weekend in this hotbed area. Yeah. That's pretty interesting to I me. I think he's dealing drugs. <laughs> that <laughs> many people come in every week. It must be a drug party. And that's the thing. <laughs> how how we can tweak it is so interesting, though, what, right? Yeah. No, you know, because is, we can dial it in on that smaller level as opposed to, like, we think of surveillance as being this massive network where, you know, people are being viewed and, mm-hmm. you know, but but it's this can be micro-targeted so that you can see, like, exactly what's going on in very small numbers. Wow. And whether it's anonymous or not, you can still make some, some pretty interesting claims based yeah. off of that. Well, you know? I guess any more than 10. I think 10's, it wasn't 10, it's the number the I heard. most is 10, yes. 10. It's yeah. so being grouped in an area. Well, if you've got a big family, what are you going to do at Easter? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. Now, there there is a, a real-world example here. Uh, some of the data that was collected, the researchers discovered that large numbers of people were gathering in a New York City park, and they notified local authorities. They use uh, they use uh, the use of even anonymized data raises a myriad of privacy concerns. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's an issue with me. Uh, and privacy advocates are urging limits on how such data can be used to prevent its use for other purposes. This is the big key, right? Other purposes. Is this going to stick around after this whole COVID nineteen mm. scare is over? Is the is the federal government going to be allowed to use mobile advertising data? from these big ad servers i don't know it's it's very it's hard to say and we were just talking about this once the genie is kind of out of the bottle with some of this stuff it doesn't really like go back in exactly because the feds can kind of push upon google which would be you know the largest server of digital advertising they can kind of push this on people and say hey you know they can try to leverage and say we need this data even though oh covid19 has passed we still want to be able to track people in specific geographic locations. Mm-hmm. When well, you think about well, it, the uh, it's the whole thing that goes back to Snowden. They yep. were illegal, illegally doing on the uh, surveilling Americans until he broke that loose. And then mm-hmm. they wanted Apple. They literally had to sue Apple, and Apple still said, no, you're not getting into our stuff. So the government is... You can't trust them, so I was thinking <laughs> that genie's well, not going back in the bottle. Yeah, well, we're, we're not going to preach conspiracy here, but uh, it sounds like we might be getting into it a little bit. And, it, uh, you know, they can do what they want to do, I guess. It's been proven over and over again. Anyways, this is 100.9 The Line. Alex is talking about surveillance, and he's got a good topic here. We're going to be right back after this quick break to continue this great conversation with Alex on the starting line. All right. Welcome back to The Line, your official COVID-19 update station serving our community along the Mason-Dixon line. And Alex has been talking about surveillance. Alex, let's dig right back into it. This is interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Now, the U.S. is not alone. Other countries have used... No, Russia? <laughs> Shocking. Ru- okay. now, right? <laughs> uh, we're going to get to China here in one second. Oh, but China too? Cool. Other countries have used cell phone tracking data uh, during this pandemic. Like mobile carriers in the European Union have shared some data. I know mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes because who knows what actually some data really means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've shared that data with health authorities in Italy, Germany, and Austria. Now, uh, details about the specific patients were not included, obviously, is this is still anonymized, but this is, hmm. again, this is a kind of sticky issue. Now, Israel authorized the use of cell phone location data to track the virus with data to be used in a focused, time-limited, and limited activity, which makes more sense, right? They have come out, Israel has said, listen, we need this, we need this to track people, at least at this current moment, but this is not going to continue. 
Now, I do want to talk about China for a minute because China's tracking system sends information to law enforcement officials. That's a little, maybe a little different, like directly to law enforcement. While Taiwan's electronic fence alerts authorities when a quarantine person moves too far from their home. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Getting, getting a little scary now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, South Korea used cell phone location data to create a public map of coronavirus patients to track where people may have been exposed. Again, yeah. you know, maybe that makes sense limited mm-hmm. term, right? But that is kind of scary. Now, yeah. cell phone carriers in the U.S. have told Wall Street Journal that they have not been asked by the government to provide location data. Now, this is this is key, right? None of our carriers, none, you know, AT&T, Verizon, all your big carriers, they have not been asked to provide data. But the Washington Post did report that on March 17th, the federal government was in active talks with Facebook, Google, and other tech companies to figure out how to use location data from phones. So let's say, again, you're, you're out and about, you're using YouTube, you're searching for something on Google, you're at the grocery store. That's all being tracked. Now, again, it's, it's anonymous, right? Mm-hmm. So your personal data, exactly, it's air quotes. It, we, we don't know exactly how this data is being used, right? So we're not exactly sure all the metrics that they're collecting like for example can they tell that they're you know i have an iphone would they be able to understand that i'm on an iphone doing a google search about xyz when an ad was served to me and that's kind of how they're using this to track Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of a problem now again we've talked about this but this really does need to stop after this is over now the coronavirus is a problem and i agree that yes we do need to use digital tools to fight it but there are some privacy concerns and the uk is a perfect example now i'm sure you all remember the subway terrorist bombing in july of 2005 Mm -hmm. thousands of cct cctv cameras were put up all over their country after that happened and again that's more typically what we think of as surveillance right Mm -hmm. you're going out in public you're seeing these cameras uh, and you know i'm not concerned about something like that here but we live in a different era now Mm -hmm. and the extreme tracking of all americans really does need to be re-examined after all of this because when we go online we give up a little bit of our privacy we give up a little bit of our security and we expect that the companies that we give that up to are going to handle our data in an appropriate way. It doesn't always happen. It doesn't always happen. And in a case like this, again, the the, the pretext is there for them to say, mm-hmm. well, oh, we've got another issue. We've got something else. But again, I do think that in this current time, in this crisis, it probably makes sense. It mm-hmm. probably makes sense to, to at least see what's going on. But... You know, I, I just, I don't know where we're, where we go after this. Well, I've got a question for you, Alex. Uh, as you're talking, and we're talking about all the surveillance, I wonder, like, criminals. I mean, let's just, uh, criminals. I mean, it would seem like they would have better tracking when they're in the system uh, to surveil, as you just talked about. Is that, is that an item or not? I'm you know, just curious. Not that I'm aware of. It's, it's actually a really good question. Like, let's say you... Uh, are caught for a felony, right? I don't believe that there's anything that needs to happen, like for your phone or for your tracking information, at least on that regard. Um, now, there are cases where uh, obviously there are some offenders that are uh, put on lists and registries and things like that, depending mm-hmm. on what the crime actually is, and those people are surveilled. But who knows? 
Yeah, but if they know their phone's being tracked, this is why they still use the ankle, is you can go get what's called a burner phone. Right. Which is no more than the old track phones, which is a flip phone. You're not going to trace it because it's just a SIM card that anybody can buy. Yep. You don't know who it's registered to, and you just use up the minute. So there's no way of tracking it. Yeah, I, I get that. But there's a certain amount of coordination from phone to phone, and there should be some some parameters that uh, would enable the security of these things that you wouldn't be able to do that anyways it, it just seems as far as we've come technology wise that right. there would be something i, I i'll end on, on this quick note this is, <laughs> this is quite interesting you know when we do we watch like tv shows you know police shows anything like that <clears throat> what they do is they they triangulate <laughs> where the signals come from right that's mm-hmm. a, that's a pretty popular phrase i'm sure you've seen it in tv now, what that actually means is that they ping the cell phone tower. So they, they send uh, basically an electronic signal from the cell phone that they're trying to track to the, local, like, to the closest cell phone towers. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is that that signal will bounce off of the cell phone, bounce off of the tower, bounce off of all the towers in that area. And you can kind of use it to at least get a general idea as to where a cell phone actually is. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're close. With something like this, surveillance-wise, you can know down to about a couple meters as to where somebody actually is. And a meter is how many feet? Uh, about three there. Three exactly feet. Three. So within about ten, a couple meters as couples, yeah. two. So right. six six to nine feet, I, they can narrow it down. Ooh, yeah. that is a little spooky. Yeah. That's a spooky, that guy. Is, that is real I don't want to know where a guy is. <laughs> <laughs> he's having ten, that big party over at his <laughs> ten year ago ten years ago it might have been a little bit different now it's like home with the kids <laughs> it's not that exciting anymore that's <laughs> uh, funny well, well, yeah alex i tell you this is uh interesting stuff i man oh man uh, yeah boy thank you so much for this do you have anything else there that, I, uh, I i do want to say yeah, one thing got, real it's quick 50 we got a couple minutes here to two minutes or so go ahead <laughs> i do want to say you know to all the workers who are stuck at home right now you professionals out there everybody who's out there stuck at home you know stay strong if you're one of the three million plus that have filed for unemployment my heart is with you because i have a lot of friends that are in that boat Mm -hmm. i have family members that are in that boat it's it's you know it's a scary time but we're going to get through this together I, i know we are and if there's one thing i've learned about the american spirit it really never ever quits and listening to Jack earlier today, and, you know, that was, to me, that was sort of like, yes, this is, it just sort of brought that whole point together. We get through this thing together as Americans, and, and we're going to move forward. We're going to be okay. Right on, man. I appreciate that, Alex. So, thank you so much, Alex. We've got Alex starting line every Monday. You always want to stay tuned to 100.9 The Line. I'm Rod Hawker. We're live weekdays from 7 to 9.